Dude, I'm ice chewer. Anyway, good night. Hello, everybody. Uh, we are Kevin and Aisha Shelton, and we're here for another uh, Success Society chat this fine Tuesday evening. Um, I don't know where we see numbers of people, but we're going to just jump into it, and then uh, we'll have a good time. So I am excited about this topic. It's a very steamy topic. Um, this actually came from our recent travel to South Africa. And then when we got back, Aisha watched a podcast that uh, set her ablaze. So somebody at our house. I don't know who that is. I don't know. It's a live show. It's real. It's real life. Anyway, so Aisha, sex in seven countries. Yeah, I don't even know how this was became a topic. Um, I did see it come across um, my text message, and I didn't have the time nor the capacity to address it. So here we are this evening. So you listened to a steamy podcast. I want you to give a little bit of background on the podcast, maybe give them a shout out, and then we can talk about um, some of our travels. And, you know, the point of tonight is living your best life with your spouse um, and having the ability to not only travel the world, but have a great relationship while you're doing it. So if you give background on the podcast, then I'll jump into the travel piece. Okay. It wasn't that steamy, but it was very insightful. Um, so the Diary of a CEO podcast by Steve Bartlett, he has incredible guests, but really he what he does is he brings in guests that um, are experts in the topics that he cares about. And so he brought in Paul Brunson, who is a relationship scientist, a relationship, he calls himself a relationship scientist. And so he talks about the the dynamics of relationship, long-term relationships, dating. He's done a lot of things with the Oprah Winfrey Network, um, in their dating shows. He's also like worked for Tinder and done research on like dating profiles and trends and things like that. So that was really exciting, but it sent me down a wormhole. There was a lot of psychological stuff that he talked about with what resonated with me was long-term relationships and sex. Um, but then it sent me down a rabbit hole of the Diary of a CEO's podcast in general. And there was a lot of good content literally two hours worth of content that kept me captivated about various topics that relate to relationship and sex. No, I, I like it. And I know that you were inspired, especially um, you like, Ooh, I just watched this podcast and it was amazing. And I didn't go as deep down the wormhole as you, but you say sex and it's easy for me to, to catch up. <laughs> so, you know, yeah. we, that was the first plug-in. was like, oh, sex, count me in. So Let me check that out. And then, I mean, literally with the wormhole, there were two or three different guests that kind of piqued Steve's interest. And he likened it to a lot of the challenges that he has in his relationship when it comes to sex. And so it was very refreshing to hear that, oh, we're not the only couple in the world who's married and, you know, like is trying to figure this part out. So um, how to keep it, how to keep it fun, how to keep it mysterious and engaging and just how easy it is in long-term relationships to like lose that mystery, which affects, you know, 
which you may or may not know affects your sex life. You know, it's funny. Um, and I think Chris Rock has a joke where he talks about uh, good relationships are boring and bad relationships are exciting, right? So when you're in a good relationship, it is very easy for everything to get stale because you're living life, you're raising kids, you're going to work, you're coming home. And it takes all the sexiness out of life, right? Like, what is that saying? You throw a bill in the bed and then, you know, out goes the the sex drive. But if you like your partner and you want to live this life, it behooves you to spend time figuring out sex because sex is an important part of relationships. And you don't want to be in a sexless marriage. You don't want to have the ramifications of you and your partner not connecting. So for us, I know that, you know, we work together. We spend a lot of time together. We're around each other all the time. We got young kids. We got older children. It's like our older child. I was like, where did children come from? (laughs) (laughs) An older child and younger children. It can get hard because literally you're trying to carve out time for sex and you're trying to carve out time to just have a peace of mind and keep your head about yourself and not go crazy, you know, running a business or working a job or doing all the things. And for us, um, we spend a lot of energy and time investigating how to make our relationship better. And I think that's one of the things that, you know, we have really championed uh, for other people is how do you invest yourself in maximizing your life through your relationship. Um, and the, the title of Sex in Seven Countries, I think about all the adventures and journeys that we've been in uh, and all the places that we've had the opportunity to uh, do the grown-up things. And you know, for me, I never wanted to travel internationally uh, like we do now until we really uh, got in this relationship and I got exposed to it from you. So you've given me a passion for travel and living life on our own terms that we didn't really get, um, well, I didn't get exposed to young. It's not like I had parents that were traveling the globe. My father's never been outside of, I think Vegas might be the farthest part that Robert Shelton's ever been. Uh, now my mother's traveled, but I don't think she's ever been to Europe, you know, or Africa or any other places that we've been. So it's not like this was some bucket list thing. It was not on my list at all. And now being with you, I'm exposed to all these different things and we get to carve out what we want our life to look like. So uh, I'm excited to not only explore the rest of the world with you, uh, but make the most of our sex and our life together as we do that. So so tell people what happened. Where do we go? What do we do? Give them the... Okay, so shout out to Courtney Sanders. Uh, So we went on a retreat, a digital retreat. So lots of new content coming uh, for Success Society and The Favorite Few, which is our our new branding. So if you guys see The Favorite Few, you know what it is. We are the few people out here making the most of life. And this was a retreat where not only did we get to learn, but we got to experience South Africa. Uh, And this was my first time to the continent. So I was very... um, captivated and emotional and conflicted because, you know, you touch the soil and you think you're going to have this Lion King moment. And I didn't necessarily have that Lion King moment, but I did definitely resonate with um, 
the continent of Africa and feeling uh, a sense of peace and calm, knowing that this is some of the oldest land in the world. Um, and there are roots that go back to, to these places, maybe not specifically to South Africa, but I'm closer than I've ever been to, you know, ancestry. So that was a beautiful experience. And Aisha went last year and you could talk a little bit about your experience last year, but this year it was a lot of couples, uh, a lot of great experiences. It was um, spending time with some of the people that we like to do life with. Uh, so Courtney and her husband, uh, a lot of the other couples that we spend time with. And we got to not only learn how to grow our business in this beautiful backdrop, but also figure out um, how we like to live and what the rest of the world looks like. And can you do business internationally and all kinds of things. So it was a really rewarding and beautiful experience. And Aisha, you can touch on it. Oh, okay. Um, I, I think for me, the trip to South Africa kind of solidified what, what appeal or value us as a couple bring to other couples. And so it was really interesting on the trip for the other couples that were on the trip to be kind of in tune and interested in like, oh man, we really want to work together like y'all work together. How do we do that? Or how do y'all keep, you know, your your relationship or your marriage interesting? Like, what do y'all do? How does that, you know, what does that look like for you guys? And I feel like we are always attempting to curate opportunities to either share information and in the the highest self of this uh, actualized, the highest self-actualized uh, version of what we're doing with a favorite few or marriage and real estate is to provide opportunities for couples to come together and um, kind of maximize and grow together. Can you tell them a little bit more about how the favorite few came about and what it means to you? Yes. So, um, we were sitting in one of these sessions and we were talking about what, um, what it means to work with your spouse and what it means to maximize your life and what we believe to be, um, not only the calling for our particular business under this brand, but, um, what the impact could be. And, and that's really where the favorite few kind of popped in, uh, my mind, because what I thought about is, being married is a hack, right? Um, it's a, it's almost like a God-given um, mastermind. It's this, it's the secret sauce that very few people don't necessarily get full access to if you're not using it to your advantage, right? So if you you're married and you're not working with your spouse, you're leaving money on the table. If you're not, you know, maximizing your strengths and your relationship. You're leaving something on the table because lifting a couch with two people is much easier than lifting a couch with one, right? And the reality of the situation is so many people out there lifting couches by themselves because you're literally working, hustling backwards. Uh, you can't maximize your gifts, your time, your money, your energy if you're not leveraging the person who's your other half because you're already at a disadvantage because you got two people in a car that you're supporting and only one person is going in one direction and the other person's going in another direction. So it just doesn't, doesn't make sense. 
But when two people are going in the same direction, when two people are focusing on a common goal and a shared mission and a shared perspective in life, you're able to do so much more. And that's where the favorite few came from because for the people who choose that path, while everything's hard, being single is hard, being married and unhappy is hard, being married and happy is hard. You get to pick your heart, right? So for the few of us who pick this life, uh, we also get access to the few opportunities, the, the favored opportunities, right? So that's where the favorite few came from because for the few of us who choose this life, we get that double favor. That's my very long explanation. <laughs> you can give a shorter one if it needs to. I'm always gonna wrap it up into a little package. Um, I, I, all of what you said, but also, you know, being married is supposed to be um, an advantage, right? And when you think about the reason why you got into a relationship or a marriage, it was because you were leveraging the the advantage of having two people. So even if we took it down to the bare minimum, the advantages of having quite possibly two incomes, if that's what your household looks like, right? And even if it's not a household that has two incomes, it's one that has one income and somebody who supports and stabilizes the household, whatever that looks like for you. Um, and so the reason why I feel like the favor of you is an appropriate term is because now you have two people working towards the same goal. And like you said about moving the couch, um, if I have, if I'm one person and I'm running a marathon, right? Mm -hmm. It's much easier to run that marathon if somebody else takes a portion of that, right? Like I get the opportunity to rest or I get to maximize in the place that I shine the best or the most. And so we have, Kevin and I have had the ability to shine because of our partnership and our union. Um, we've been able to operate in our zone of excellence. We don't have to do everything because one of us handles or does something better than the other. And then we take that share plan and it just has proven to be very fruitful for, fruitful for us. And when we talk to other couples um, outside of ourselves and our friend group, we find that that's the same sentiment, right? Like, Together, we've done some amazing things. And for those who haven't, they want to do amazing things and they want to tap into how to do that. And we're hoping that the Favor Few community will um, bring that to light. Yeah. And that's the good and the bad, right? Because you not only get the benefits, mm -hmm. you also get to weather the storms much better. You know, think about walking in the rain and somebody holding the umbrella, right? Like it's much easier to cover yourself if somebody got the umbrella over your head because it's going to rain on, on us all equally um but yeah so i definitely appreciate everything that we're talking about right now but we got to get to the sex part because we can't lead a people without talking about what we came to talk about so i want to break this down i want to talk I you out of that nope. you, out of uh, 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 you ain't gonna move me out of it tonight so we're gonna get to it I want to talk about some of the hot and heavy secrets that you learned because you learned some hot and heavy secrets. You you, you gave them to me about, um, and this gonna this gonna get real adult, but we gonna keep it we gonna keep it PG, we gonna keep it family friendly. 
Yeah, keep it family friendly. There's some there's some families who listen to this, so don't. Yeah, are they crowding around the fireplace and listening to this? It exists. This will exist somewhere in existence for future existence, so it doesn't disappear into the ethosphere. Yeah, we're not gonna talk crazy. I'm just wanna, you know. I don't know. I don't trust you. Do you? I think you trust me just fine. Anyway, so um, what are five ways that you can keep it spicy in the bedroom? And you take the wife side, I'll take the husband's side. You go. I All right. Trust that. All but, right. But keep it, keep it PG though. Bro, I'm going to keep it PG. I'm gonna okay. Keep it. All right. So here are my five ways that you can keep it spicy as a husband. Leave your wife alone and don't pressure. <laughs> That's number one. Uh, I have found that to be extremely useful, although it may be hard. But the the more I hands off and let her decompress and keep it basic, uh, the nicer she is to me in the areas that I need it. Um, second, do things that make her life easy. So whether it's putting gas in the car or bringing her a pack of gummy worms from the store like my wife likes. Do things that show uh, that you're in a good mood. Three, have great energy. Everything responds to energy. And I am notorious for having bad energy a lot of times. Uh, and I have really been practicing having better and good energy. And that has worked out for me. So I would say have good energy because it, it goes a long way. Four, um, don't sweat the small stuff. Everything ain't gonna work out. There might be times where you know you hyped up and you get promises and, and that don't work, but don't sweat the small stuff, let it roll off your back. And then number five is pursue and be consistent. So even when you don't feel like it, where maybe it's not working out in your favor. And this maybe is for the the guys like me who, you know, who ain't who don't want to do all that, who ain't gonna jump down your throat. Pursue and push past and go like, hey man, I'm putting myself out here and and, and get to it. So those are my five. See, okay. those bad. No, that wasn't bad. Personal, but not bad. <laughs> <laughs> you spill water? No. I would say, um, one, always be learning. Like, there's always something new to learn in the in the sex or sexy department, right? And so I think it's easy to get comfortable, but don't get comfortable. Always be learning. So learn some new technique. Um, learn learn what your what your partner or what your spouse likes right but always be learning never never stop learning ways to be pleasing to your partner that's one um then i would say to be open to adventure um because it's easy to get stale when you're long term. So I would just say be open to adventure, whatever that looks like, but do something crazy. I don't know what that means, but <laughs> do some do something crazy. Um, what your crazy looks like. Um, and our therapist said this to us, you know, crazy looks different for different people. So, you know, some people's crazy is they're going to uh 
now I'm gonna say this word and I have no idea what it means, but hedonism resort is that like a place where people like <laughs> it's definitely a place where people like swing and swing. Okay, so that's some that's somebody's crazy. That ain't my crazy, but that's somebody's crazy. So like do crazy, do something crazy, do something crazy. Um, so there's that, there's that communication. I think that and communication at the right time. And this is just something that I've learned from my research, like the worst time to like give criticism or communication about sex or sexy time is while you're trying to do it. <laughs> so like save it for a time where maybe you're at date night or dinner or something like that, but just a random time, a time that's not at the same time that you're trying to be intimate with one another. Um, the fourth one would be mystery. And so, you know, surprise your partner or your spouse with with mysterious things. Lingerie. I mean, yeah, like if you don't do that enough, do that, girl. <laughs> if you do it all the time, then switch it up. But you know, just don't get, don't let it get stale. Don't let it get stale. And then if you do that all the time, keep doing it. <laughs> I don't let it get stale because also it may not even be impressive anymore if you do it all the time. You see what I'm saying? I mean, I get it, Kevin. Uh, I'm point, not throwing you under no bus. And then I think number five would be um, hmm, what do I have for number five? Did I not get five points already? Uh, you're on your fifth. I am on my fifth. The fifth one would be to just do it. Just do it. Just do it. Yeah, I like that. Um, truly, truly, truly just do it. No, yeah. for sure. Um, I want to add some travel components to it because I want to talk about uh, how impactful it is to travel with your partner. One of the best experiences that I've had is the adventures that we've gone on traveling together. It is probably one of the most attractive parts of our relationship. In addition to, of course, this crazy life of running a business and our beautiful children. Um, I would say traveling with you has been enormously fun. So travel with your partner, go on adventures. We have had some crazy fun random things. We had to take a train through Germany. That was wild. We ended up in Turkey. That was crazy. Some of that is attributed to just traveling with the Dawkins, but some of that is also just fun traveling with you, uh, being on uncomfortable plane seats with you for very long periods of time, being in random hotels, sometimes good, sometimes bad, long car rides. There is a joy in spending time with the person that you've chosen to spend the rest of your life with. Um, and I think that I am learning in all the craziness of the world and all the, the, the challenges in business and the challenges in the market and, you know, all the different things to just sit and enjoy the time that we get to spend together when ain't nothing wrong, right? Uh, Y'all are together and you got food and you got a roof over your head and it's just you and your partner enjoying life. Cherish these moments because there are people who, you know, maybe their partner passed or maybe, you know, 
they they went through a divorce or whatever. So there's people who don't get that opportunity. So if you are one of the few people who have a spouse, who have you know a wife or a husband or a partner, cherish it because it is a blessing. It truly is a blessing. And um, I appreciate you and I, I cherish our relationship and I'm excited to, you know, be cool and, and keep it calm. So I get my sex time tonight <laughs> as an adult. Uh, but let's set aside some time. Maybe somebody, are there their IG comments or YouTube comments? Let me see if somebody. Uh, I don't think so. I would let me sum you up. Life is short. Take the trip. Uh, so let's start there. Um, you don't want to look back and not and regret that you didn't do things. Um, and then the other thing that I would say is life is short. Take the trip. But the other thing that I'll say is if you're married to the right person, it's easier than it is if you're married to the wrong person. So um, that matters. All All the things that we're talking about are for people who are in the kind of relationship that makes them happy first and foremost if you are unhappy being taken advantage of being abused being you know it's just not a overall good situation it's hard to bring about all of the things that we're talking about that's why we call it the favor few because you might know plenty of people that's married but you don't know that many people that are happily married and these are for people who are committed to one another and also committed to being happy together um that is that is who is a good fit and our target audience for what we do that's the favorite few that's the favorite few and with that uh we will catch you guys next week um so we're gonna keep doing these live uh, as we grow our community so you know we want everybody to join if you see that qr code join success society um, come into our community, have these conversations in real time, get some of those resources, become one of the favorite few, because truly your community makes or breaks um, your uh, enjoyment, success, fulfillment, because you are who you hang around, right? So you hang around happy couples, you'll be the fifth happiest. If you hang around, uh, what is it? Is it the five people you hang around? You hang around five unhappy couples, you're going to be the fifth one. Hang around five happy couples, you'll be the fifth one. Right? Hang around five wealthy couples, you'll be the fifth one. Yep. So this is about you. This is about how do you maximize your life, enjoy uh, your experiences with your spouse, be one of the favorite few who get to enjoy the best of life. And that is whatever you make it to be. It's not what our life looks like. It's not. It's what you and your spouse decide you want your life to look like. So uh, with that being said, I'm Kevin. That's Aisha. And uh, we will see you guys next week.